0: Welcome everyone. This is Quantum Nurse and I am Grace Asagra, your Holistic Registered Nurse. Thank you for joining me today. In this moment, I'm so happy and excited that we are going to have no no other than the famous, she's famous for me because I've seen some of her works and some of her, you know, read some of her background and no other than... Talin Lyman. See, I have to pause because I just know her so much as talentropic, okay? Talentropic, but I have to be sure that I could still say her full name, Talin Lyman. So welcome to
1: Quantum Nurse. Well, thank you. I am so happy to be here and i had a lot of fun with our first take
0: <laughs> <laughs> i know so you know what we're into and what the audience is into we might just be giggling all throughout the hour <laughs> oh that's good that's perfect i can imagine what's going on when you're with our body and with with everyone's body when you have so much giggling and so much laughter and just Take it easy because right now there's so many crazy news that if you don't find the laughter, it's going to be bad, okay? So, and uh, our topic is beautiful too. So let me read to you a little bit about Talon. Talon Lyman, you have been creating and designing for over 25 years. Your work can be seen all over the world and you are internationally acclaimed. Fabrics featured in Architectural Digest, Coastal Living, Veranda, Florida Design, and Southeast Florida Style and Design Magazines, International Design Centers, Luxury Hotels, and many, many more. Your work has also been featured on E.T. Hollywood and the Martha Stewart Show. Recently, you were asked to do a series of paintings as an artist in residence in Israel. Your studio, Talent Studio, has two goals in mind. The first is to offer different very exclusive and custom-made products. Then this goal is easy to achieve, but your advantage is that of creating your own designs. So the second goal is your exceptional years of experience, knowledge, and the best of art techniques, creating products unique to your excellent customers. So the services that you provide are custom artwork, custom furniture, decorative painting, mural painting, and fabric design. And that's just a little bit of Talon, okay? And as we go along and proceed with our conversation, you know, we're going to learn much, much more about her. But before Talyn speaks, I'll tell you why I wanted to invite her, okay? Well, first, just looking at her video blogs, and you know how she carries herself. It's just so artistic, and I love art. I cannot say that I'm an artist that I can draw, but I know what art is. I can truly appreciate this, and since I like also passion, so like wow, this is so nice. Okay, <laughs> yeah. In fact, in 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 uh, in uh, Canada, I in Montreal, I remember visiting um, Montreal Cup. Many years ago, and then in on the on the window display of a um, store, the first thing that I got attracted are the fabric designs, and it was mostly tropical design. It was nature design. So that's how I see your design is. It's so um, in, it's like an intimate design of your relationship with nature. So tell me. Tell me, how did you start or when did you start realizing that you have that gift?
1: Well, it was early on. I uh, began uh, playing the piano at five years old. And my parents encouraged me and disciplined me to really continue with that. And when it was time to go to college, of course, I went in as a music major with my main instrument as the piano. But at the same time, I had always dabbled in art and I loved it. And my second year of college, I was taking art as an elective and I was winning um, competi- art competitions. And I really wanted to change my major from music to art and my parents said no (laughs) you're you can do a double major but you are not going to quit your music and so uh that's what i did and it really became it just blossomed from there
0: oh so you really did a double major
1: yeah uh, you, you worked hard for that. I had to obey my parents. They were really strict. <laughs> uh, seems
0: like it came into, um, you know, they, they're very handy right now because you're combining both or you're able to make the best
1: of your two your double major, right? Yes, that's correct. That's correct. So I was glad that they did that, you know. When we're young, sometimes we don't know what's best for us. How about you? Have any siblings or? I I do. I have one sister. I'm the oldest, and she's the baby. <laughs> and uh, it's just the two of us. And is she is she into arts also? She is an esthetician, and she does that's her business is she does facials and uh she does uh laser therapies and oh my goodness she has all kinds of uh licenses for all kinds of uh things to do with aesthetics
0: oh she so that means she's really into arts also
1: yeah just a different different focus (laughs) that's correct that's correct and she is also in florida no, she's in Tennessee near my parents. Okay. I'm the only one here in Florida and I've lived here 30 years. I love it.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So what is it, what is it in your in your line of work right now that you really what you like to do? Why is this so important? Like uh, anything that you could relate in terms of your health?
1: In terms of my health, yes. Um, I work with children and adults. I teach children and adults and I've been been teaching at my own studio for years. And as far as adults go, um, a lot of my students have been brought to me by physical therapists who wanted their clients or their patients to have art because it helps with uh, stroke victims in particular getting um, the endorphins going because in a lot of stroke victims, they don't produce their own endorphins anymore. And they found that when they are doing art and they're creating, it helps both those hemispheres of the brain to make new neural pathways and to help them in a lot of different ways, even in um, you know helping them to see things uh, a little more balanced again, um, helping them with their coordination hand eye coordination. so art has brought a lot of different aspects to my world, but also to a lot of others lives, which to me has made uh, a real difference, you know, Um, and I've, I've really grown to see how it helps others. It's not just a frivolous luxury. It really does have an effect on people. And there's a lot of aspects um, about that. And not just with art, it's also with music. They are intermeshed so I guess there's a reason why they have music and art therapies for people.
0: That's true. And that's really um, popular in, for children and also for adults and even seniors. As you were saying, I remember one of the things we had, most parents, I guess, even um, enroll their little ones to any kind of art and music. Because it seems like it's innate in our in our being, yeah. Now, when when they have to come to you, do they have to be, uh, especially the the adults? Do they have to be an artist already, or like if, do they have to be familiar to the
1: medium? And what's your favorite medium? Well, I personally like a lot of different mediums, but the easiest. To begin with someone and let me back up a little segue here and go back to your original question. When they originally come to me to take classes, do they need to be artistic or know anything about it? No. And as a matter of fact, I almost prefer them not to already have bad habits that I've got to correct. It's easier if you have someone who's never done it, because then you start from the beginning. You know um, but uh, it's uh, they some people come that um, have never even drawn before and they really progress quickly because I make the class fun it's not um, real serious and I found that when people are having a good time they almost subconsciously learn what it is that I'm trying to get them to learn. Now, I do teach classic, traditional art, and that's with painting and sketching. Um, It's not willy-nilly, but they are learning these skills in an easy and non-threatening way. The other thing that I've noticed is I have been surprised throughout my uh, experience with teaching of how many adults have been traumatized. They say they've been traumatized by an elementary art school teacher. <laughs> oh, that is so sad. I, I can't even imagine, I, I always ask, what how on earth did the art teacher traumatize you, but they say they never really want they were afraid to come to an art class as an adult because of these terrible experiences as a child wow. so my classes are are not like that <laughs> they're they're very fun, but people really do learn so
0: well, I can't imagine either, but I guess if. I guess it happens.
1: I guess it does. <laughs> and I, I never realized it.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah. And So what's your, what's the age
0: range? What's your youngest student? And what's how, your oldest as well?
1: Okay. I have pre-K three, which are three-year-olds. And I have 95-year-old who is still painting with me. So I have the, the full range. That's so fantastic.
0: Wow. Yeah. It and, is. Then, and, and you said that, so if they start with knowing nothing, and, and that's even a wonderful challenge. It's, it's like in meditation, right? Or in other things. Most teachers will say, yeah, send me the beginners. In fact, I was thinking, too, if I am really a teacher, maybe I'll also like the little ones because they're, they're innocent. Maybe I won't struggle so much. So what, what, does, what does the practice do And they, when they keep doing things, the same thing or close to that? Are, is there, do you really see that difference from when they're just beginning until they're like a full product?
1: Absolutely. Now, are you talking about children or adults or both? Both. Okay. <laughs> well, by learning the basics, it's just like when we're learning to read. And, it, and in my opinion, it's the same with music. If you know the basics, you know your uh, color theory, which is how to mix colors. And of course, it, I use... Age appropriate lessons. So, with children, it's going to be a little more simplistic than maybe with adults, but it's still the same. You have to learn all of those, those skills. And when you know how to mix colors from the primary colors, you can make any color in the world. Also, composition, perspective, dimension. Um, how to make your your artwork come alive and all of these things you begin from the beginning just like we do with anything and as we progress with those skills they become almost like a habit because with practice which I always encourage my students to do because the more that they practice the more it becomes like second nature So it's easier. I know I am a daughter of a
0: a client of mine who has dementia and she really, she didn't start drawing or painting till now that she's an adult or like in her senior years. And she liked doing it because that's what she finds that it is so relaxing for her and it gives her like a respite from her constant care with her mother and so she was talking about the colors and so can you share to me about people who you know who feel like certain colors resonate to them and what's the common color that people like
1: of course color theory um, relates to a lot of aspects of different things like you had mentioned earlier about health and even healing. And it's very interesting, um, the study of color throughout history and its symbolism, different colors symbolize different things in paintings as well as in decor or in healing practices. Also, they different colors coordinate and have matching notes on the musical scale. And people find that they resonate with a certain note or a certain color and nine times out of 10, I ask children, for example, like when they're in about third grade, I'll say, what's your favorite song? And usually the songs that they choose are in the key that they resonate with. And that is also their favorite color. Most children like the color red, which is very interesting because it's a very interesting high energy color. And red coordinates with C, the key of C, which is no sharps, no flats. It's like your simplest scale. And those two, and it's very interesting. If you play children's music, most of it is written in the key of C. And it's kind of a fun little study. Um, Also, red can be an energizing color in healing practices. People who are sluggish or have a thyroid problem, usually they will put them under some kind of red light. I don't know you probably know more about that than me <laughs> but uh it's kind of interesting how these how these things are all cool you know they're they are intermeshed and and they help us in our lives you know so i like what you're saying i
0: like what you're hearing especially when it comes to the children you know all these colors because i have two little ones um grandchildren and They really, um, they they like red. And they always ask me, say, what's your favorite color, Nanela? Then, oh, you know, lately, sometimes they always say, also say purple.
1: Uh Uh-huh. That, when they get a little bit older, they like purple because they bring in the spiritual, you know, the blue, blue and red make purple. So it's like a combination of those two together. It's very interesting. You're, You're right. You're right. And I'm, and then next time I I get
0: a chance to hang around them again because I always like to introduce them to some type of art, so I'm gonna like you know make a conversation like that and see how how they respond to you know if they can I'm sure they'll pick it up because that that age they're very open to what the color and the note and oh that is awesome, I like where our conversation is going. This is not. <laughs> And, and yeah, and yes, you said then for the adults, then I remember also that I have a, uh, 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 he's, he is an artist, he's a painter, a Filipino, she, he's famous and he's made paintings. And when he was sick at one point in his life, before I met him, he, he used painting as his way of healing, you know, mm-hmm. and then he just keeps painting it and. Um, and what he did too, is he put his imagination to paint the, uh, the image of, of an ancient Filipino healer. Okay, so in his image. And I guess with that, it became like a beautiful relationship with him and the canvas and his image. And he, he, um, he testified, you know, that he will really tell you that he got better because he kept doing that and he mm-hmm. the color that he used most in a lot in that painting was green. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: that's a very healing color. It's a calming color and it's always a good color in decor because it doesn't it's not agitative and especially like in a room where you need to relax greens are great and so are blues because they're they're in in nature you know so so the green the green talent what key is that
0: green Uh uh-huh.
1: i think it is the key of g oh, i right. think it is and it's very it's it's very calming that's a really nice key it has one sharp f sharp so it gives you just a little oh. <laughs> So it's nice. Oh, I'm going to research more on that because
0: it's very interesting to be reminded that each, each note has a color tone. And then if we look into our body, because I also look at our body like with different octaves, right? Yes. Uh, different octaves, different tones that resonates to you or to, you know, certain pa- face in your life. That's really quite interesting.
1: You know what's kind of fascinating but you probably already know this if you were to have like they used to do I don't know I don't think they have them anymore I think they use plastic but if you have a real human skeleton and a mallet if you uh, hit each vertebra, vertebra of the backbone Mm-hmm. It is the musical scale and it's in that order, supposedly.
0: Oh, okay. And they did that before? Yes. I don't know. Let's see if they still do that because a lot of a lot of the good things are slightly hidden somewhere. Yes. Have a conversation with someone like you and all the good things. Now, this would be good online lesson for kids right now, since they're they're not doing that um, in person, most states, I don't think have an in-person classes for the young ones. So this would be a good one. The kids will be attracted looking and listening online.
1: That's true. Except we really don't want them getting a hammer and experimenting on each other's back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They have to have a pretense. Let's see how you sound, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want to be close to that. The that they're
0: to study. Yeah. How do you, how, when I see again a picture, right? Or when you, when I go to those museums and I look at all those beautiful paintings and I can see, I imagine what season, what mood, you know, the painter, the, the artist may be having when the per- uh, artist did that. So how does it really show, okay? Because like I may be interpreting it a different way, but I guess the real interpretation will be from
1: the artist if the part- artist is still alive. But well, not necessarily if if you're getting a certain impression and a certain feeling, then the artist has accomplished what that they were trying to do. And, you know, certain compositions, for example, if it is a uh, Long width, the width and it's this way. It's very calming if the lines are horizontal vertical lines start to break things up and energize the composition. So the um, your composition and the lines can determine or help determine the mood of the artwork. And of course the colors. If you see gray and black and dark blue and dark brown, it, it can be scary <laughs> or it can okay. be really um Uh, It could indicate depression or death or or something like that. But it it is, again, all in the way that the artist has executed the piece.
0: So did you say that when it's horizontal, it's more calming and the vertical? You know, what came into my imagination is... Because in I do also energetic medicine, uh, environmental, it's called Vastu. And then um, and when we look at the ge- geometrical architectural designs of someone's home or office, sometimes really we know that vertical things can do what you call a sachi energy, and then it could be piercing. Yes. And then, Wow. Okay. So now it, it's, and it makes sense. I'm, and right away when you say those things, I can imagine some landscape that I like, you know, that is like gives you that parasympathetic rush and calming thing. And then I can also see that the, some vertical points in someone's home or, you know, if you just, I I can, I I'm sensitive like that. But yes, you to be reminded that just listening to an artist, because it makes so much sense. So you said when it comes out there, like who is your favorite? Who, who, who you know in terms? Of, okay, let's start with in the music. In music, do you have like a role model or your favorite musician whom you like and you adore and you would made an impact
1: in your music life? I tend to be old school, I guess the people say today, my favorite composers are Mendelssohn. I love Mendelssohn, I love Beethoven. Uh, When I'm feeling bombastic, I just love that. I love opera, I love Pavarotti, I love Placido Domingo. Um, But I also like jazz, I like Miles Davis, I love Duke Ellington. Um, Ella Fitzgerald those as far as musically that's that's what I like my favorite artist is Michelangelo and I like the Dutch masters a lot so I guess I'm I lend more towards classic classic art I love ancient art so well. your your interest
0: is so diverse, and that's, you know, I can see that in you. That's why you're so alive. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're so alive. Like uh, I can see, like as if you had not, you don't have any pain in your life.
1: But then, of course, each of us had its own pain. I so- have a lot of oh my goodness, it's like dominoes. Oh. But you know what those. Those are lessons and they really teach you a lot. And I think actually um, when you've had a lot of pain in your life, <laughs> I think it makes you a better person and actually can probably help you be happier because you realize uh, how fleeting the pain can be, even if it is repetitive. It also shows different skills and different ways to overcome it, I think. And it makes you stronger. That's my opinion.
0: Well, I, I can agree. A lot yeah. of, a lot of uh, for fantastic people, successful people, if you go and listen to their stories, something so painful really happened. And that's when they kind of like you know, just like an aha moment. So what was, what's your aha moment? The one that you could, you really like, you could share with us today.
1: My aha moment was um, when early on in my career, I was up on scaffolding painting a ceiling down here in Boca. And I had been married about a year and a half and I had just gotten news that I was expecting my one and only daughter. So I knew that it within a, I needed to finish within a few weeks because I wouldn't be able to be climbing up and down on 40-foot scaffolding while I was pregnant. So it was sort of serendipitous. A designer who has a showroom here, at Dakota, it's called the Design Center of the Americas. And we have also a very serendipitous situation. Uh, Rustum has a showroom at Dakota, the very same design center where I used, my fabrics used to be. Anyway, this designer saw my work and he loved it. And he said, would you be interested in designing fabrics? I said absolutely so the first fabric design that I did for him and his design showroom was a big hit and he loved it I think it was almost like a test and it sold really well as a matter of fact that is exactly 20 9 years ago and I still see that fabric for sale every now and then on the internet or in some fabric shops. <laughs> oh, I like to see that. Uh-huh. <laughs> you see that again, please take a picture, send it to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that really began a great journey for me because it it was A passive income because I only had to design the designs once and then you know they the designers bought the yardage But people who bought the fabric when they found out that I did paintings and murals a lot of times they wanted Some of my paintings or my murals or my other work to coordinate with that room or their decor, etc. So it was a really, really nice event. So that was an aha moment. (laughs) I really
0: like to see that because then I could say, hey, I know who designed that. I know
1: she's famous. I'm famous because I know her. (laughs) Well, it's a little bit bittersweet when I see my fabric now because I know whoever's buying it, I don't get the royalties. I guess that doesn't work like that. That's not so far. I'm going, where did you get that fabric? Yeah, okay. (laughs) Who sold you that fabric?
0: But what is the most difficult uh, challenge for you when it comes to creating art? Uh,
1: I don't really have, I mean, right now, I don't have a problem or a challenge in creating cause I love it and to me it's almost second nature. But I would say in the place where I am right now, time constraints are my biggest challenge because I'm working two other full-time jobs. So I have to do them like in between and I really hate having to have time restraints on me or time constraints on me i would much rather just have all the time i need and be able to just do it you know so that's how does your day look like then tell us like
0: what's your habit when you wake up and till the evening how does a day
1: of art and music like you do (laughs) it is not It's not my favorite, believe me, because I'm a night person, and I love to stay up till 2 or 3 in the morning. That's usually when I used to just paint and really do a lot and wake up like 10 or 11. But unfortunately, my life's not like that right now. I have to get up at 5 a.m., and when I do, I think, oh, my goodness, I used to go to bed sometimes at (laughs) 5 and I have to be at a school up in West Palm to teach. I teach the uh, art to pre-K through eighth grade, and I see 250 kids every day. Wow, that's a lot of kids. (laughs) It is a lot of kids. And um, so I get to work with a lot of different personalities and it's good, it's really good. Um, I get home around 4.30 p.m., and then I start my, uh, on certain days, I have my adult art classes that begin 5.30 to 8.30, or I have music lessons that I teach in the evenings, and then all day Saturday I teach my studio adult class and Sundays is spent playing the piano for a church. I'm the church pianist. You have a full artistic life. Yes, (laughs) believe me, you do not want me to do anything to do with numbers. (laughs) Don't balance checkbooks. Uh (laughs) Math is, Someone
0: someone can do that for you. You do all the artwork that's way I do it <laughs> but it's interesting because I know a lot of artists and they really they they have a different sleeping pattern You're and they correct. Do, yeah they You're seem correct. to have the best creation in the middle of the night you know that's correct that's why I miss my schedule <laughs> I miss it Okay, keep missing it, soon no. it will happen, you know. <laughs> However, you're doing a fantastic job with the kids, so you can't, you know, disregard the kids right now. You, no. <laughs> you need it, that's your community service, okay? Yeah. okay. I say community service. Uh, so what, is, what, what is, what's your secret then? In your, you have any se- success secret that you could share to others? I say you're successful because, look, you can be so busy, but your your beauty radiates. You you have a radiant beauty and laughter and joy in your face, I'm telling you.
1: So tell us your success secret. You are so sweet. I appreciate that. Um, Well, my success secret, I think, comes from just – I'm probably – now i have a friend that she she's a very close friend and i don't mind at all she's probably correct she says i'm stubborn (laughs) but i believe i'm very persistent and tenacious and i never give up i used to joke and say if i were on the titanic i would have probably gone down with the boat because i would have still been there oh it's not going to sink it's not going to sink And it's a, that can be a double edged sword, you know, because sometimes you do have to let it go. But um, I'm probably a workaholic (laughs) and I'm very, I'm determined. And I think there's no replacement for good old fashioned hard work. And you, you know, there's, there's no quick fixes. You, you have to do the work. Some things might come easier than others but it's still hard work. And I think anything that we work for, we appreciate more than things that come really easy.
0: Thank you. That's fantastic. Um, now, l- let me dig more into your imagination. So when you are making your painting, or your your playing the piano outside, perhaps, being in church. Is, is there any um, image that goes into your head? Or, you, you know why I ask that? Because I know another artist, and it, I remember that, like, when she, if you tell her your name, a color comes into your, her head, into her imagination. And that's how he remembers, that's how she remembers you. So, I want to see how that goes in your brain. Paint, paint me a picture.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it, with music, a lot of times, um, if I'm listening to music, especially live music, like an orchestra or a symphony, a lot of times that music almost plays like a movie in your head or, a, you know, it's a, it, it's a feeling and a movie maybe, you, and I, I do see colors or it, it brings up scenes, you know? Um, I think that does that for a lot of people. It, uh, it's a, an emotional and a memory connection. Um, with art, my inspiration uh, for myself, if I'm painting for myself, is usually from nature. Um, I just love, you know, flora and fauna and botanicals and all of that. But um, most of the work that I do has been commissioned. So it is me interpreting my client's desire or their dream. And I, I do see it as they explain it. I see it in my mind. So... And I think that also helps me when, because what I prefer to paint is on, is huge things. I love huge murals and big scale and not just tiny little paintings. I like big stuff and a lot, and I've never used any uh, stencils or anything like that. I use the scale is in my head because while i'm up at the wall painting this giant whatever my mind is way back see like i'm seeing it from way back there in order to know where to put stuff so it's almost like i'm in two places at one time incredible that's incredible that's incredible yeah
0: two faces i am i, I I imagine what you're saying. You're that you're that little person up on that scaffold, and you're also at the back. You're your director.
1: <laughs> exactly. That's the way it is. Eyes. Nice. Exactly. You're very good. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's some
0: goodness in my head. That's good.
1: Clarice Absolutely.
0: Okay. So <laughs> If there is there anything more that you want to change in your life right now, or maybe maybe you could connect that to how do you see your business take off or where do you see your business in five ten years because I want to be in that picture.
1: <laughs> oh, I want you to I want you to be there <laughs> I want to come to your uh your little treatment room there. I'm so fascinated with everything you've got in there. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I would prefer to spend of my working life or my working time every day on what I feel is what I do best and that is creating and painting. I would like to get back to doing that again and having most of my financial freedom coming from my own work because it did before and I would like it to get back to that because that's where I'm most happy. And I think it's also where I accomplish the most and I'm most helpful. So if that makes any sense.
0: Oh, okay. Um, Now, you know how we were talking about about the brain and about health? And I know some of our listeners, they can be, you know, having their own stress as well. What's your best advice for someone who is stressed? chronically stressed taking care of their loved ones who are, you know, they have no choice but to take care of them.
1: That is correct. I do have some students, adult students, who are caregivers and some of them are caregivers with uh, their, their loved ones have dementia or Alzheimer's. And it, it is a very difficult place to be in sometimes because you really don't have control over a lot. So painting, drawing, music, any of those things really bring a relaxation to your life. If you can get involved in that. And, and, you know, there's all levels. You, they have community, Uh, Here in my area, there are community centers and you can go and have wonderful art lessons and there's others in there in similar situations. And I think one of the things and one of the reasons why art and music are so relaxing is you can't be thinking about what it is that's stressing you. You have to put all your focus physically and mentally onto what you're doing And it takes your mind away for a little while. And then we've already mentioned those colors. You know, you're you're working with those colors. You're using your hands, you're using your eyes, you're using your mind. Everything is all going, you're having to use all of that together. And that is one of the reasons why it is so relaxing. It's almost like you're being taken away for a short period of time from that stress and it refreshes and renews you physiologically so that you have like, you've had that little break to get back to uh, what you've got to, do, you know, the tasks that you have at hand. And since the stress is all
0: around us, and even if you are not even a caregiver, like if you're a, hardworking business woman or, you know, it's always good to have some type of art appreciation and music appreciation,
1: right? Absolutely. It's very calming and it brings a lot of joy. And there's so many aspects to both art and music. And it's not just in uh, the execution of it or doing it yourself. You can go to concerts You can go to um, wine tasting art events. You can go to museums. You can go to art shows. You can go to art festivals. There's so many avenues that are there that are part of both of those subjects that are there for people to enjoy. And it's very relaxing. It's it's a very calm, non-agitative activity
0: except right now there's a lot of the places are close exactly. so mm-hmm. for the meantime i guess we can see and appreciate and explore something online although you know it's not the best way but until things kind of open up yeah yes. and i i know that there are little like I still see little farmers market that's are open and there may be some art pieces in uh, someone's farmers, someone's
1: table. So that's good enough, I guess. Exactly. But there's Zoom classes online. I offer Zoom art classes for children and adults. Um, They can take a lot of different, uh, and that's in the comfort of your own home. So if you Come home from work, you're a businesswoman and you're stressed to the max. Grab a bottle of wine, pour yourself a glass, get in front of your computer, put your, your old clothes on, whatever. <laughs> well, maybe you don't put any clothes on. I don't know. <laughs> and you can sit there and enjoy.
0: <laughs> oh, that could be like a good sleepover activity. <laughs> Invite your other friends, do you know. Painting crazy stuff, talking crazy stuff. And you have, yeah and have to have a little bit of a drink, whatever your drink is. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> this is nice. And all that your information, I'm going to make sure, but you can please tell, tell them where they can find you. But I will also make sure that all your information will be included in the description and of course, once this is out and audio and video, we we'll, we can put it anywhere you want.
1: So oh, you're so wonderful. Them. Thank you. So you tell them where you can they can find you. Okay. I have two websites. One website is for my classes and my fabrics. That is tallintropic.com. T A L I N t-r-o-p-i-c dot com then my personal artwork website is tallin lyman dot com t-a-l-i-n-l-y-m-a-n dot com and my facebook page you can see the studio facebook page and there's all kinds of student work on there the studio um, different classes that I'm offering, virtual classes and all kinds of things. That's Tallinn's Tropical Studio on Facebook. And you know my phone number? <laughs> <laughs> I can give that out
0: too. you. If, if, whatever you want, whatever you need to share, it's okay. You Perfect. know, Perfect. At, this, at this point in time, it's good to just be transparent and be out there. Okay. Now, for a young artist
1: or a young musician, you have any best advice for them? Yes, find an instructor who really teaches those basics and is strong in the fundamentals. You may not think they're fun and you might not think, oh, I wanna play a song right away, so I'm gonna take the five minute piano, you can play piano in five minutes. You're not going to do that because that's all you're going to be able to do. If you really want to play music or be an artist, find someone to really teach you what you need to do, and then you can fly. We all have to walk before we run.
0: That's perfect advice, and that's also um, a very popular advice in Indigenous way of thinking, that you can have your books, you can have your videos, but it's always good to have like a mentor, a human body, <laughs> a human being to have your mentor, someone who's been doing it already because you can get your best conversation. So it's like, it's like doing an internship one-on-one. Right?
1: Absolutely. You are so correct. You are so correct.
0: Well, we can. This is really fun and we could have more episodes in the future as we continue to, you know, create more of this type of relationship nowadays and the world seems to keep changing and we're getting closer and closer. So all we wanted to really to do is share our best, our best to our listeners. I'm telling I always end up with a quantum affirmation. And I'm going to share that. I have like cards like this and I shuffle it in the morning with the intention that, okay, I'm going to pick one that I can share with Talyn and the listeners. So, and then this affirmation is good to say it three times in the morning at noon and in the evening. So I'm going to say that. So the affirmation says, excellent communication. I communicate my goals clearly to others. I speak with clarity and compassion. I speak with thoughtful consideration whenever I am asked for advice. I communicate my goals clearly to others. I speak with clarity and compassion. I speak with thoughtful consideration whenever I am asked for advice. I speak, I communicate my goals clearly to others. I speak with clarity and compassion. I speak with thoughtful consideration whenever I am asked for advice. Any more, few more words from
1: your wisdom, Talon? No, I like the the note that you left us on is perfect. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Thank you so much, and yes, we. I'm also grateful to our listeners, and please remember you're not alone, just as we're not alone, so I try to make this a safe place, and I call it a sacred space where you can communicate with us if there's any question or issues or concerns that we as with our specialties or our focus, please don't hesitate to reach out. Our information will be down below and it might be for Talon or it might be for me or maybe for both of us. Okay, so if you need help, just reach out. This is Quantum Nurse and I am Grace Asagra. In my language, I say Mabalos. Don't let anything or anyone take the joy out of your life. Bye. Bye. See you in the next episode. Oh, our website is quantumnurse.life. And don't forget Talon's website as well. Say it again, please, Talon.
1: Talentropic.com. <laughs> Thank you. Marvelous.